Welcome to Element Pods, where we start the conversation about how God is moving in your life. Hey, Parker and Josh here once again on another episode of Relationships, and we are tackling the big kahuna today, dating. Woohoo! Yes, I am sure that we are so excited about this. And um, Josh, will you kind of open us up talking about the, the complexities, but also the challenges of the dating culture we are currently in? Well... Parker, here's what I see as a as a as a youth minister that I've seen over the course of the yeah, last sure. 17 years is I've seen this relationship and dating situation gravitate towards um, a very intimate, mutually dependent yeah. situation where um, guys are just feeling like they have to constantly uh, spend time with with this individual and their family and girls. Same with the guys and yeah, vice they're versa. like acting like they're married, yet neither of them belong to each other. Yeah, they and have they, no legal responsibility to they, each other, and they have yeah, no yeah. capacity to even behave as like yeah. they don't. They understand can't even pass math behave. class, and they're trying to have a an adult relationship or whatever. Yeah, but the complexities also like to to speak sympathy to that. Yeah, is the pressures of if you're single, you're viewed as less than, or if you're right. single, you're viewed as oh man, nobody likes you. Yeah, or yeah. What's wrong with them? Why don't right. you? Why don't you have? Right. Why aren't you going to prom? Why aren't right. you doing this? And but then there's also the truth of the longing for companionship. Yes, and I know that that is honestly yes. a situation that starts yeah. in life, and you've got to figure out what to do with that. Yes, because it's complex, and it's and there's a ton of different decisions to make within that. And so I want to throw you the softball here. Um, what does what does Scripture say about dating? Nothing. <laughs> it Why is that? Why is it, that? It wasn't, it was not originally a part of, as I look at scripture, as I look at, um, you know, biblically speaking, you don't just, you just don't see the model of it. Like yeah. instead what we see are young men trying to approach a family and go, um, I would like you to consider my worth as yeah. a man and would I be worthy of marrying your daughter? And, and I know that here's the deal. I know where we live. I know our culture. Uh, students, do not shut this podcast off right now. I do. We are gonna. I'm gonna jump right into some practical stuff that you can take into uh, your dating relationship. Should you choose to go that direction? Yeah, now, just at least making sense of. Yeah, that. And, yeah, and here's the deal. Before you enter into those relationships, I want to plead with you to talk to your coaches about it. Mm-hmm. Like, like the big question that I ask is, what is your motivation? What is your end game yes. for this? Because if your end game is just to have a boyfriend, to have a girlfriend, that's going to lead down a road of you offering pieces of yourself physically to the other. And and if you pain, don't, yeah, pain, pain. And what you do not recognize is the damage you are doing today to a marriage that you cannot even see. And I understand that you can't see down that road, but I just plead with you. So you're saying like the the decisions you make in the relationships today are affecting your future wife and your future husband. Oh, not only your future wife and your future husband, your Your kids, kids. your kids, your grandkids. So be wise with that. So before you even start those relationships, pull people into your life that love God, love the church and love you and listen to them. Now, to the rest of you that are gonna go ahead and date, this is what I want to what I want to leave you with. Mm-hmm. In uh, Philippians chapter two, uh, the writer of this book is encouraging Christ-like behavior, and there's some powerful wisdom about how we can engage in relationship with one another. Because when we ask about the motivation, 
I'm hoping that you have a godly motivation for that relationship. Yeah, that's so good because we're we're called to be like Christ. Like that's the ultimate goal, yep. not to attract <laughs> a mate, right? Yeah. <laughs> like like that's our ultimate goal. So here's what the writer of Philippians says, and I want you to listen to this language because he is pleading with you. He says, therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness, like listen to that pleading, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Listen to this. Listen to this verbiage, students. You need to listen to this. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interest, but each of you to the interests of others. So that's the relational piece, students. I want you to hear. Yeah. How can you serve that other student? It goes back to our our friendship podcast. I'm not here to consume. And that's what happens is we have guys that are here to consume physically from a female in a relationship. And because the female desires emotional connection, she might be willing to offer that. And instead it should be, how can I just humbly in, in, a, in a role of a servant, serve you and it goes even further listen to what he says he says in your relationships with one another have the same mindset of christ jesus and then he goes in who in being very nature god did not consider equality with god something to be used to his own advantage rather he made himself Mm -hmm. nothing taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death even death on a cross and so it was jesus taking the ultimate role of a servant and i would tell you if you're going to enter into that dating relationship humbly serve yeah and put christ at the center and like the ultimate goal is to to glorify god in that situation and like you said you have these selfish ambition and vain conceit of guys wanting physical things from girls but also girls demanding emotional things and attention from guys Mm -hmm. and like it's you have to be wise in those situations because chances are a high school boy doesn't even have his frontal lobe developed right let alone the emotional capacity to understand the nuanced reality of an intimate relationship and vice versa and so like you, you have to be patient and you have to be wise in this because like you said, if you enter into these dating relationships with no plan, all you're doing is putting your foot in a in in like a, a bear trap for what your future relationships could be. Yeah. So we understand that there are going to be some students in relationships hearing this podcast. Mm-hmm. Josh, can you give us a few examples of a healthy relationship? Because there are healthy like high school age dating relationships that the things do exist they're far and few between Mm. but that that does exist and then could you give us some examples of unhealthy relationships and mostly from a spiritual standpoint i think everybody is smart enough and not stupid enough to recognize the unhealthiness of the physical parts of a relationship right um but talk about spiritually what is a healthy relationship absolutely parker when there, there are some healthy relationships that I have seen over the course of years, and it usually starts with a couple, with a couple things. Is one, I, I actually can't recognize when they're amongst their friends uh, that they're actually dating. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at them, there's, there's not a, a mutual needy, uh, clingy, always next to each other. Yeah. Because what that is a, a signal of 
is when you're needing to be next to each other, it means you're starting to place that other person in the God seat of your life. Yeah. And you're like, I need them. And and when when you find yourself having these arguments and these fights of, I need more time with you, I need more time, that's, that is a sign of unhealth. That means there's an unhealthy attraction there because you're not prepared mm-hmm. for marriage. You're not prepared for that. You're not designed to fill that role. And um, so those relationships uh, when I've seen those unhealthy ones, that those are some of the the signals that I see. You know, if they 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 leave behind their same gender friendships to solely pursue this yeah. relationship yeah. with someone, that is a huge red flag. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if you want to succeed, find yourselves being honest with each other about, like I said, what is our purpose here, yeah. and talk about intention. it, and talk about it. And I have always used this language. Get to know who they are, not what they are. Yeah, that's good. And, and you can explore who a person is completely without the physical contact. See how they treat the friends around them. Watch yeah. them in a friend group yeah. and, and look at how they treat the lessers of the group. Because if they're inconsiderate and rude to them, that is who they are, and that is who you're choosing today. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I'm 40 years old now, Parker, and everybody gets old, and mm-hmm. like bodies fall apart, and what yeah. you might see is beautiful now, down the road isn't going to be so beautiful. Yeah. So please, 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 students, hear this. Take that humble role of a servant, approach your coach, sit down, have the conversation, and consider your motivation for being in those relationships, and take the role of a servant. Thanks for tuning in to Element Pots. Make sure you subscribe to this feed for future conversations about God at work in your life.